Welcome to Inner Peace with Dr. Reese, a program that can help you become liberated in the modern world. Now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin W. Reese. The next section of the Inner Peace podcast is love. And there's three C's that go with love. And the first C is childlikeness. Childlikeness. How often have you heard me sing? Very often. Do you want to hear some recorded proof? (laughs) (laughs) How often have you seen me dance? No, you've never seen me dance. All right. The point is, we, in order to melt our egos and get to this inner peace, we have to be like a child. Not all the time. Not all the time, but as close to 50% as you can get. Sometimes you got to be serious. I don't want you to be a child when you're driving your car. (laughs) I don't want you to be a child when you're, you know... Uh, talking to a police officer or in court there's a time to be a serious adult Mm -hmm. but there's a time to be a child have that innocence and have that silliness where does a dog park in the parking lot of course (laughs) Barney. <laughs> exactly. You see, I tell these jokes to my little cousin all the time. He tells me jokes. I tell him jokes. <laughs> I've been telling jokes to people for years. I love corny jokes. It's part of childlikeness. Mm-hmm. Being like a child, that playfulness. It's like I was at my little cousin's baseball game a few months ago, and he's out there and he's practicing. And the kids don't really know what they're doing. They're 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 five years old they don't know what they're doing (laughs) and he's out there and he's throwing the ball and all of a sudden i see him he goes butterfly butterfly and he's pointing at the Mm -hmm. butterfly and i'm just like see that's what it's about Mm -hmm. you gotta chase butterflies man if you can't chase a butterfly what is the point in your existence childlikeness is to be free to be Silly. The masters have all talked about this. Jesus has talked about this. Buddha has talked about this. Lao Tzu has talked about this. It's been talked about for centuries. It still is. Think about a child. Four-year-old, three-year-old, four-year-old, five-year-old, whatever. Almost always in the present moment. Mm Mm-hmm. Almost always. Carefree. Tender, just enough, but not all the way. For example, if you have a four-year-old at your house and the four-year-old spills grape juice on your rug, Mm. accidentally, of course, you're devastated. You're like, no, not on the rug. No. And the kid, 
the ch- the four-year-old feels it. The four-year-old is like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, it was an accident. And if they're really good, they'll actually go get towels mm-hmm. and try to do it for you, even though they're probably not very good. <laughs> an hour later, they don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they forgot all about it. <laughs> you still care because it's your rug. You're like, no, I got grape juice stained in my rug. <laughs> but the kid is done. It's over. The incident happened. Now the kid is just outside chasing butterflies like, wee. <laughs> 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 That's childlikeness, you know. To be able to tell silly jokes. I test my jokes out on women all the time. If she can't handle one of my childlike jokes, there's no sense in continuing the conversation (laughs) in regards to romance or even friendship for that matter, companionship for that matter, because I want somebody that likes the jokes. Why did the the teenage fish get kicked out of ocean school? Why? It got caught with the seaweed. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on. What's life without silly jokes? The ability to jump on your bed or sing a song. It doesn't have to be a Chris Brown song. It doesn't have to be a Michael Jackson song. Make it up. Oogly like boogly, whatever. <laughs> Just to be free, to be open and free and carefree. You ever see couples like get into some sort of playful fight with like, uh, I don't know, it could be uh, s- snowballs on a snowy day. All of a sudden, boom, you get hit with a snowball. Ah, why did you do that? (laughs) Now you're in a snowball fight. Playful. Water balloons. Pillow fight. How about a pillow fight? You know? Don't you remember those moments? Have you ever had those moments where you went to your friend's house to stay over or your cousin's house or whatever, or they came to your house? And you're sleeping in the same room. And something funny happens. And you're both on the same wavelength as mm. far as the joke. Like peeing your pants laughing. And you're yeah. like peeing your pants. You're crying, laughing. <laughs> you're like, oh, it's the funniest thing ever. That's childlikeness. Mm-hmm. It's very rare. You get two 50-year-olds peeing their pants off mm-hmm. of a joke, you know? Mm-hmm. You know why? Because... The older we get, and the more our ego gets crystallized and bigger, we take life so serious. So serious. Master Osho says, seriousness is the root cause of all illness. (laughs) Seriousness. Everything's so serious. You see Democrats arguing with Republicans. So serious. Right? You see religions arguing with each other. Why? Why so serious? There's an innocence about a child. 
going back back to your daughter, right? Your daughter is now twelve. That innocence is it's it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. But you remember it five years ago, right? Yeah. There's a there's a purity about a child, an innocence, uh an aw shucks type of attitude. Aw shucks. Oh well. Favorite restaurant's closed. Oh well. When you can give a child some crayons and a blank piece of paper and they will draw their little hearts out <laughs> and color their little hearts out. But what about adults? Nope. I will. It's not going to look very pretty, but <laughs> I'll do it. And, and so you should. And so we should color and paint and be creative. You go to a Zen monastery, you do art, you do art stuff. Uh, you go to certain ashrams, you do art. You know, you go to the Osho Meditation Resort in Pune, India. They got dancing, they got painting, they got um, art, uh, archery, all these things that are sort of creative and put us in that present moment this is by design you ever see a child watching cartoons mm-hmm. or a Disney movie I mean they're locked in Oh yeah, they're locked in completely captivated they don't have many worries well, a kid they don't have to they're taken care of they're taken care of they don't. They don't worry about bills. They don't, they don't worry. Period. Yeah, they don't really worry. The only thing they worry about maybe is like something happening to their parents. I think that's like the only thing. Or if they grow up in a home where there's fighting, they kind of get that innocence taken away. And get to worry at a young age. And the other one is when they start going to school. Yep. Kindergarten is usually all right, but once they get in the first grade. Once they get in the, once know. I think once they get around that, you know, other kids and influence, it right. changes right. everything. And well, that goes back to what you said about parents fighting or the neurotic family passes down the neurotic tendencies to the mm-hmm. child. But you take a child. If we didn't have this structure in the society we have. And we just lived sort of in communal living, villages, if you will. Mm. And all the children were homeschooled, and everyone knew the kids. It's like you're an uncle or aunt to all the other kids, too. And there was this communal living. You can almost envision it, kids running in the fields, chasing butterflies, playing on the little playground... Climbing trees. Helping in the garden, climbing trees, like you said. And being around like-minded families, like-minded children, like-minded parents. Completely different upbringing mm-hmm. than the way it is now. Now... And that's how it used to be, and that's how it should be. It takes a village. It literally takes a village. Because they need... Yeah. yeah. Kids need... But now, kids are trapped in a box. Yep. Called a house. And a box called a phone. 
Well, you could make a case that the phone represents... Like the ankle bracelets that they put on prisoners. Yeah. That's like your little monitor. Yeah. That's a good thing about them. You can get an app where you can track. You could see where your daughter is right now by her phone. Mm-hmm. You don't even need an app to, on iPhone. You just do the location. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, she does that to me. <laughs> okay. She'll be like, why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the mother? <laughs> well... So that's the society we're living in. They're they're trapped in a box with one or two people. Sometimes those people fight, and the habits get passed down. That's why if you see an obese mom at the grocery store tagging along, you almost always see an obese child. Mm-hmm. But it's not just food. It's everything. personality, the neurotic ways. The neurotic ways are passed down. We see this in the Jewish culture a lot. And my mom's side of the family is Jewish. So before anyone gets insulted, just remember, only an ego can be insulted. It's commonplace. It, and do you, you remember the show The Big Bang Theory? Mm-hmm. Howard's mom? We never see her. She only talks from the other room. Mm-hmm. She's like, Howard, what are you doing? And she is the stereotype of a, a Jewish classic mom, which is uptight, anxiety, worried all the time, definitely worried about money, and just rolled up too tight. Life is serious Mm -hmm. life is serious and that gets passed down I see it in my family I see it in other people's families people are rolled up too tight Mm -hmm. everything is my job and he this and that It's it's a drama it's a play they're not they're not their innocence is like taken away. You gotta bring that innocence back. If you're around kids, play with them. I love playing with kids, especially if it's outside, because I like sports. So let's let's throw the football. Let's kick the soccer ball. Let's let's have fun. You think you can catch me? Catch me. <laughs> I have a bunch of kids crawling on my back. Whatever. <laughs> to get to that anyone that can't get out there in an open field and play with kids is probably rolled up too tight trying to be an adult i'm an adult i pay bills i vote yeah well you're stressed and you don't have inner peace kids have inner peace most of them Unless it's disrupted, but they got inner peace. It's your natural state. The kid that dropped the grape juice on your rug, an hour later, the inner peace is there. Mm-hmm. And maybe you get another apology. I'm sorry, Auntie, that I dropped it, but it'll be okay. 
<laughs> and you know it's not okay. Your rug's ruined. <laughs> but you're like, all right. but there's innocence there the kid didn't mean to do it Mm -hmm. just wasn't paying attention in that moment it's like they're locked into the overspilt grape juice right they're locked into the moment but but they have trouble with their attention spans Mm -hmm. but there's an innocence there so if we can take that innocence and that playfulness and bring it to our lives and have fun, but still pay attention to our awareness, the meditation section of the inner peace practice, the centered mind, the conscious eye, the confinement, we practice those. And we become locked into that present moment and locked in with that awareness that meditation and then implement a childlikeness it can balance out really nicely there's a time for fun and silliness and there's a time to sit there and go inside yourself and the childlikeness and the fun and the silliness that's your outer life and the meditation and awareness is your inner life remember we have two lives everyone has two lives the problem is in the Western world, they don't know that they have two lives. They think they have one life, and when there's an emergency, they call Heaven 911 to talk mm-hmm. to whoever their master is. But we all have the ability to go inside of ourselves, and childlikeness is part of love. It's part of love is it's not when people think of love they they think of romance they think of having a spouse and being married and that's not what love means it's not love is a universal uh connection to all things not just humans but flowers and grass and trees and animals it's a connectiveness to everything <clears throat> and no know, and knowing that you're not separate Buddha quote mm-hmm. about they can't say it word for word, but if you if you like a flower, you'll pick it to yes. have it, and if you love it, then you'll just watch it grow. Right, that's an Osho quote. <clears throat> that's an Osho quote. Don't pick the flower because it's going to die. Let it grow naturally from the ground. That's what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And we don't recognize what real love is because we've been conditioned and programmed and socially engineered to think it has to do with falling in love, public displays of affection, and sex, and having kids, and getting married, and having a house, and the white picket fence. And that's not what it is. Love is helping a stray animal, doing charity work, it's having fun. It's dancing, it's singing, it's having friends, you know. That's love. Working in the garden. Uh, how laying about in the sun? Laying in the sun. How about bowing to a tree? How about or that? hugging it. Or hugging a tree. Hugging a tree, yeah. That's love. That's love. Not killing another animal. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. Not being involved with killing another animal. That's love. I mean, have you ever met someone who has a childlikeness? Oh, yeah. Like, sometimes, sometimes some adults have too much. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to turn it off. They're almost like a big kid, you know? You know why? Because they don't have the balance of the meditation. If they had the balance of the meditation, then it would all it would all be balanced out if they followed the inner peace practice. I could easily joke all the time. I don't. I joke when it feels right. Be playful when it when it feels right. Apparently, it feels right every time you leave me a message. <laughs> and, Makes me laugh though, so it works. And yeah, so, but there's times there's times to be focused. Mm-hmm. You know, going back to the women that I said earlier. I tell women silly jokes all the time and joke around all the time. Let me tell you. Some, yeah, can't take it. Dudes they do. can't take it at all. Mm-hmm. They look at you as an immature, an immature, crazy man. Like, how does this guy write books and do seminars? I don't get it. Crazy. <laughs> but. They're too stuck. They're, they're they're too uptight to recognize playfulness, mm-hmm. childlikeness. I love it when I meet a girl with that amazing humor, and I like being around people that can joke and and have fun, but not all the time. It yeah. can't be all the time. Mm-hmm. It just can't be all the time. That's what my mom says about like meeting another guy after being married to my dad for 43 years and then him passing away. Mm-hmm. I tell her she should date and stuff. She's like, well, nobody has his sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's very hard to find that. Yeah. That's like the one thing she can't get past. Right. Everyone likes to laugh. Yeah. Everyone wants to laugh. If you can't make me laugh or deal with my sense of humor and the way I joke around. I don't tell jokes, but I joke around a lot. Yeah, you do. If you can't. <laughs> you can't you're you're known to be funny. You're known to be funny. <laughs> Maybe you miss your calling. You should be a comedian. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not that funny. Yeah, humor is really important. Who wants to be with someone that's... Serious all the oh, time. Oh, all the Ugh, time. Exhausting. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, the stuff that I was doing on the radio <laughs> in the old days. Didn't you guys do like a joke of the week? Idiot fact of the week. Yeah, that. Idiot fact of the week. Yeah, those were funny. <laughs> and I would sensationalize it as it's the most important thing you're ever going to hear <laughs> in the history of your life at this moment. And it would be something so weird like Mm -hmm. (laughs) did you know toilet paper used to be made out of wood (laughs) but it's not the fact that was that funny it was the presentation Mm -hmm. and that it was being sensationalized and exaggerated yeah and 
And people call in. <laughs> people love the idiot fact of the week. For whatever reason, that was our most popular segment. And that's part of being childlike. Sarcasm. Mm-hmm. Exaggeration. You know? Doesn't sarcasm kind of... It can get condescending if you yeah. do it wrong. Yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely very sarcastic. Gianna is too. She definitely got that from me. Oh, I had a girl just just today. Just today. And so I, I was, <laughs> I was uh, interested in her like last year or something like that. And it didn't work out because well, she's stuck in her ego. So I can recognize all this stuff. She got mad because, or annoyed, because I didn't pick up the phone one time. Hmm. And I never called her back. <clears throat> but I was still texting. Ouch. And so she didn't really address it, but she faded away. You, you know how that goes, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, we reconnected recently. Hey, how you doing? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and... She put up a post with fruit. So I joked with her and I said, now we can get married, LOL, right? (laughs) Right? Because everybody knows I eat a lot of fruit. And she replies, sure. Meet me at Town Hall on July 35th. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. (laughs) That's great. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Shout out to Ashley. So funny. I mean, I just... Burst out laughing. <laughs> it's just, and I tell her, I I heart your humor, you know. <laughs> and then she says, "Do you still not answer the phone?" <laughs> and, it, and, and it's right there. You can see it. And I, and I say, and I say, <clears throat> you're really hung up on that. We could have been married by now, making love on the beach. <laughs> oh, damn. But. She has a great sense of humor. If if a girl doesn't have that type of sense of humor, oh my gosh, yeah. I can't kick rocks with flip flops. Yeah, you meet me at town hall on July thirty fifth. I love that. That's awesome. I gotta use that <laughs> next time I get proposed to. <laughs> <laughs> Should probably be in the next few days. <laughs> gotta love it. But and she does, you naturally have that with somebody that's cool too. Like you understand she, each other's humor. But she doesn't have everything else. How old is she? Twenty. Oh, we're not, we're not, we're not doing, this isn't Tinder. This isn't the Tinder podcast. I'm just using her as an example. Yeah. Because many people, this is, no, you can't grow into it because in order to grow, in order to grow into it, you have to be aware. Yeah. If you're not aware, then you're a walking zombie, but you don't know that you're a zombie. The tiger doesn't know it's a tiger until it looks at its reflection in the pond. If this young lady would follow the inner peace practice, then young young lady she would evolve into some, your wife something more. No, I don't get. <laughs> I'm not getting married. That Mary stuff is just jokes, <laughs> like for real. But. We have to purify ourselves and we have to get the meditation portion down. And meditation is another word for awareness, really. People think that it's an action. 
It's not. It's a state of being. Meditation is a state of being. And so that has three C's. Purification has three C's. And love has three C's. And if we can just get these nine little C's in order, these three sections in order, then we will evolve into a supreme kind of inner peace. You'll live a great life. Whether you're rich, whether you're poor, be a child. Sometimes. Sometimes. It's like a 50-50 thing. Don't be a child like uh, Michael Jackson was a child still. That's different. Yeah, that's... Don't get stuck in childhood because of your messed up childhood. If you do that, go to therapy. Yeah, Michael... We're not telling you to do that. Michael Jackson is like... It's almost an immature... Yeah, naive. Well, that's... naive. Yeah, well, he got stuck like that because of his messed up childhood. People get stuck. That's yeah. a psychological yeah, thing. Yeah, I think they call it um, Peter Pan syndrome, yeah. Yeah, he he took it to the next level. And, I, you know, I think building an amusement park at your house. It's called Neverland, called ironically. Neverland, yeah. It's not a bad idea <clears throat> if you got the money. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the rest of it. Yeah, he he went too far, too far with it. But I think it's important to have parents around. Yeah. Even when you know we're doing the sunny stuff with kids, you know, parents got to be there. Parents got to be a part of it. You know. But children also have that wonder. That wonder, that curiosity. And they mm-hmm. ask a lot of questions, and and that's something that we can learn too. Yeah, we know we know things, right? Because we've experienced them through through the decades. But the reality is is we don't know as much as we think. Yeah. Well, because because it's a it's a mysterious world. Ninety percent of the time Gianna asks me a question, I'm like, uh Google <laughs> I have to Google it to give her the right answer. Well, I think the most important statement we can make is I don't know. I don't know is a good statement. There's nothing wrong with I don't know. And if more people could get in that childlikeness of I don't know, the world would be a better place because we don't know. We think we know. Think about all the religion stuff. People get caught up in belief. Belief is a hell of a drug. Racism is another example. Mm -hmm. That's a belief. Yeah. That's a belief. That's drilled into kids when they're coming up. Nobody's born that way. Right. No no kids are, are racist. racist. No. no. Um, so belief is a hell of a drug. And kids don't really believe in anything unless you teach them to believe. Mm-hmm. Santa Claus, good example. Kids don't know nothing about no Santa Claus in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> right? That's uh, that's a Western thing. Mm-hmm. But when everybody's in on the joke and you go to school and they got a Christmas tree and you watch television and you see Santa commercials, all the kids in America and South America think Santa Claus is coming. But the wonder, the curiosity as adults, stop getting caught in duality and drop the beliefs drop the opinions and develop a childlike mind of wonder. I wonder. 
I wonder if who made the pyramids I don't know I wonder if I went to Egypt and I hope I get that opportunity one day if I go to Egypt and I went on a tour to see the Great Pyramids I would ask a million questions mm -hmm. when I was at the ashram in 2012 and I met my mystical mentor and I, I might have said this on the podcast already but I asked a million questions he didn't offer any information I had to ask 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 mm -hmm. I dropped my duality and I just wanted to get as much as I could because I knew I didn't know how much time I had with this dude you know ask 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 a lot of people wouldn't have done that they wouldn't have done that. They, they're already caught in their beliefs, and they just would have been, hey, nice to meet you, bye. They would have never picked up on it. We have to wonder. We have to be curious. Drop the beliefs. That's what everything, politics, religion, race, people need to stop trying to figure out how the world was created. You know, this side, the Big Bang, this side, Adam and Eve, this side, God, you know, it's like, relax. You don't know. <laughs> Just say it. Mm -hmm. Just say it. Everybody should just sit down, relax, and just say it. It's a beautiful statement. I don't know. <laughs> just say it. Just say it. But people don't want to say it. Even the atheists don't want to say it. Atheists is a religion too. <laughs> Nobody can say, I don't know, because they're stuck in their crystallized ego. And everybody wants to be right. I'd rather be free than right. The child is free. The child is free. The, the child with a decent home is free. Some child, some children got it messed up, but the, the average kid with no, is free. It's when they start going to school and they get around more people that things get messed up. Mm -hmm. Now you gotta teach your kid Santa Claus because everyone else is doing it, unless you're Jewish, of course. Hmm. In that case, you become an outcast, like I did when I was a kid. They outcasted me. The teachers did. Really? Oh, yeah. And that's another thing. Everyone's caught in their beliefs and their habits, and it comes into the society, and if you're just a little different, you get outcasted, and the kid don't know how to handle that. You know, in my case, I was one of two, quote-unquote, Jewish kids in the whole class. Hmm. So when they when they did the Christmas exercises events, the teacher would pull me and the other girl off to the side, Kevin and Liz. Kevin and Liz, come over here. You do the little menorah, the little mm. dreidel. And all the other kids, ah, you're weird. Really? <laughs> oh, my God. Think about it. It's, yeah. it's, it makes no sense. Yeah. 
And then I had to argue because I had Christmas too. My dad's side was Protestant Christian. So I had Santa and the menorah. Nice. Lots of presents. Lots of presents, <laughs> but a lot of confusion. Mm-hmm. And so now I had to argue with the kids. No, no, I'm like you too. Mm. I'm like you too. I really am. Seriously, come to my house. Come to my aunt's house. I got a stocking with my name on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so if we just dropped the beliefs and the traditions, then there would be none of this separation. Ner- the separation and the neuroses. Everyone ends up neurotic here in the West. By the time you're 13 year old, 13 years old, you're neurotic. You're full of anxiety. You're full of sadness. You're, you're uptight. You're stressed. How many times does a kid say, I don't know? A lot. A lot. I don't know. Why is the sky blue? I don't know. Well, I don't know. <laughs> and the only way they would have an answer is if somebody programmed it into them. You know? So, lots to think about here in this section of love. I'm looking forward to the next episode and finishing off uh, love. And there's two more C's, and we'll be done with the nine C's and the three sections. That will be the full inner peace practice. And then we can do some episodes on, you know, and touch on ego a little more and inner versus outer and things like that. We're getting there. If you're just tuning into this podcast, it's really important to go back, start at episode one, treat every episode like it's a discourse. Listen to one episode a day, as close to once a day as you can. You know, put the, put this practice to practice, right? If you want more info, go to drreese.com. That's doctor spelt out. Look Look for me somewhere on social media. I'm not a big fan of social media, but I am there. Instagram at Dr. Reese. That's D-R, not Dr. Spelled Out. Facebook is Dr. Reese, D-R. It's only Dr. Spelled Out on the website because there's another Dr. Reese out there somewhere that got drreese.com. So you can hit them up too. Hit them up too. Say <laughs> Dr. Reese said to email you, Dr. Reese. <laughs> uh, so we'll see you on the next podcast. Walk with peace. Thanks for listening to Inner Peace with Dr. Reese. If this episode opened your heart, feel free to share on social media and tell your loved ones. Also, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, may peace be with you.